We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Five o'clock in the Southland on a live image Tuesday. Welcome back. Welcome back to your drive home and the commute. Happy New Year 2004. It is Sedano and Cappy. The Cam Bros, Andy and Brian are sitting here. Producer Wara in for producer Wincy. And it is time for What You Need to Know. What You Need to Know. Well, you got to turn on the mic. This is in San Diego, it's small on. market. It's I'm looking it's, at I, the blue light. I didn't hear you. Well, I didn't hear you either. I'm looking at the blue light. I would it's just on. like I would like to know that my microphone was on. So was mine. I was prepared. This to is talk. major market, it's, Andy. But oh, Andy's in you want to go down to San Diego do the Cappy Cast? We'll, and, we can get wow. you down there. I should go to Utah. That's Andy, where all the action. Is. Andy was the person people voted for. <laughs> so we were just. You know what? Chris people, and I were deferring to let you. People voted bring for me because in. I do it my way. What Silently. To, what you need to know is just like Tank. <laughs> Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort. I want Spa. you to be my girlfriend. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Outstanding job, Andy. Take it away, Bernice. <laughs> All right. Blue a parade of classic lowriders slowly cruised down Whittier Boulevard. Aye. Do you guys know why? Because the no cruising um, ban has been lifted. As of yesterday, a few different laws came into effect in California, and this was one of them. So if you're a big fan, I love lowrider cars. I think they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. People put so much time and effort into making them look so cool. I love that you're able to cruise now, and they're not going to get messed with. So I'm all for that. Why are you looking at me? You want to go cruising? <laughs> okay, I'll go cruising. I just thought you were excited about the cruising rules. I am. Being lifted. I, mean, I love it. It's yeah. a cruising hat. Well, not this kind that's of cruising. That's not a... Yeah. No, no, no. I know I understand. I got a different outfit if we're cruising Woody or Boulevard, but... <laughs> you have to. That yeah. That's not a good outfit you know. to be in. I'm just saying... <laughs> Listen, guys, if you guys want to be like Eastside Cappy, like the taco no, tour we did one night on Woody or Boulevard, we will right, do I'm, it. I'm running the calculus of the joke, and I decided it is not worth it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so cruising now... Cool like the Whittier. song by Smokey Robinson. Yeah. Baby, yeah. let's cruise. I have a Away. 2011 Honda CRV. You are Can not, I go cruising? You, I mean, you could. You're not going to get... You <laughs> I know, won't get a ticket. You won't get a ticket, but will you be accepted? I don't know about that. All right. Is there anything else now we can do in L.A.? There is a few other things. Um, one of the other laws that came into effect is if you get pulled over, uh, officers are no longer able to ask you, do you know why I pulled you over? They actually have to physically tell you. Why they pulled you over? You can still steal stuff, though. Don't worry about it. Oh my god! <laughs> In LA, Chris. Uh, Just saying. I mean, they, you know what? Though they should actually have to tell you why they pulled you over it's instead not a of multiple like some, choice exam. Like, instead of some guessing game. Well, because a lot of a lot of times people would like say, "Oh yeah, I did this," and then they themselves would turn themselves in as you know they were. Well, that's my over. point. Is they should just they should not be entrapping you essentially into a confession. Right. They should let you know why you've been pulled over. Cut to the chase. Everybody mm -hmm. be professionals about this. Right. And then there's another one that's been a little bit on the not so... Well, you don't um, want to accidentally confess like, oh, I, I assume you pulled me over because of all these drugs right. I had in my car. <laughs> is it because... Oh, sir, you were going because, 10 miles over. Is it because you <laughs> but, can see the body in the trunk? <laughs> exactly. Like, I thought I closed it. <laughs> You guys are something else. I no, was but not that's why they that. changed the law. I was not expecting that's that. That's why. Fair and is fair. The other one is that... Even serial murderers have a right that's to right. be Due process. questioned. 
Yeah, so like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> the other law that's been iffy out there for some people, I think it's cool, is that uh, stores now have to have a gender neutral toy section starting January 1st. Even st- stores that don't sell toys? No, no, if you sell toys. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I was wondering which one you knew were going to take that. This is a grocery store. <laughs> if you have toys, you need to have gender neutral toys. Okay. <laughs> what is a gender neutral toy? What's an example of a gender neutral toy? Uh, like blocks? That was the first thought that came to me, too. Blocks. Frankly, I think we're Legos? deeper than we need to. Yeah, this it. is way deeper than we needed to be. But I no, mean, but I'm, I now I'm actually kind of curious what well, constitutes a, a gender neutral toy. Yes. Uh, I can, you know, I will. It says gender neutral toys meaning. Uh, Meanwhile, while you figure that out, no. what you need to know presented by Morongo Resort and Casino and Spa. Go ahead. Yeah. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are, including a toy store. <laughs> okay. So just to uh, wrap this up in a, in a little bow, you guys did exactly what Cappy would do. So, you know, you guys are definitely I in the right to the show. show. Yeah, trying, exactly. Trying he would ask right way in. too many questions. Yeah. Well, it's not <laughs> you've made fun of me about this before. My wife makes fun of me all the time. Like, I can find anything interesting for like two weeks. So now I'm really interested in like the definition. I of also too. Toys. I haven't talked about this before. I'm planning on opening a toy store. Okay, right. so, so I got you. Okay. Are you really? Lego bricks. Yes. It is a thing. Board really? games. <laughs> art supplies. Okay. Puzzles. Not wheel the toys. toys. You're thinking. Play-Doh. Oh God. Can I come like? And visit? <laughs> I love Lincoln Logs. Now, Do they okay. still make Lincoln Logs? With the joke Andy's making, what would then be a gender neutral toy? <laughs> See, guys. Now, See, you guys now took I have it other too far. Questions. Too far. Or, and you thought I went too far with the tape. Or tape-in. we haven't yeah, taken it far, far enough. <laughs> meanwhile. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I said meanwhile to set you guys up. I didn't have anything else. <laughs> I How are you going to get the Lakers up? from there? Go Seriously. Ahead. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of organizations, I'm trying to think of how to get from speaking of gender neutral toys. Speaking of organizations that are still trying to figure out the rules for how to make everybody happy, like these toy stores. With mm. the, eh. I mean, this is a tough steer. Mm. This was a very difficult steer. So Lakers heat tomorrow but you landed it. I did bend the plane, but I landed <laughs> it. The Lakers right now, 17 and 17. Darvin Ham, seemingly having a difficult time landing on the rotation that he wants. The play. What, what are you staring I'm at? I'm sorry. Now? I just saw a headline on CBS, the local CBS station. The news is, <laughs> ho- I, I swear to God, hospitals busy with sick patients. But listen, <laughs> <laughs> what else are they doing? <laughs> How is this news? <laughs> I'm so that shouldn't be a headline. We are off the rails, Chris. <laughs> Officially off the rail. I, it was. This is right and Kaplan standard. I got to be honest. Yeah, you know. At this point, like Cappy mounts me in the corner, and we, like, or we eat a twenty-two inch hot dog or something. Or truck too. Look, we are land busy we, with sick bitch. We are raising the level for them to match when they finally well, listen, decide to I do mean, their own show. I mean, toys and tank. I yeah. When you got to do nineteen hours of news, sometimes hey, you got to come up with something. Mark it down, January 2nd, slow news day. And now they're showing us the different type of respiratory viruses, as though these viruses have never existed. Not to make this political, but... Standing outside a pharmacy. Meanwhile. (laughs) Are you sickened by what you've seen from the Lakers lately? Yes, actually I am. 17 and 17. This month, starting tomorrow, Chris Morales, you mentioned tomorrow's game against the Miami Heat, which obviously you can get all your pregame coverage right here beginning Mm. at 5.30 with Alan Slewin, and Michael Thompson, 7 o'clock tip. 
and then I believe Beto Duran on the post. This is a big, big month for the Lakers. Um, they have all their games, but three of them are in Los Angeles. They only leave the state of California twice, and they do not have a back-to-back until January 29th. But the first 12 games, all but one, are in L.A. Yeah, they're playing base starting tomorrow. They play every other day for the rest of the month. So they don't leave L.A. They don't leave California other than a couple times. The pace should be okay. They have to make up ground because they need to come out of January well above 500. Whether you're talking about for their seeding, whether you're talking about figuring out what, if anything, to do with this team at the deadline, what's worth doing. Like this month coming up could make or break the Lakers season. I I am nervous to be perfectly honest like I, because it's it's home heavy but the quality of the opponents are really good they play the clippers twice they play miami tomorrow i mean they're always good um although jimmy butler i think is gonna be out for that game so that helps the lakers you got dallas on the schedule oklahoma city is coming like they, it is a lot of the lakers are gonna have to continue to play as they've been playing better but they're not winning they need to win and they need to win three or four or five games over 500 over these 12 games to have give themselves a credible shot. They are 10th in the conference right now. 10th. Well, they could just get healthy. I mean, yeah. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, we've heard been hearing it for years. It's not going to happen. Like at this point, like they are like, they got the trade Their deadline foundation's thing. been healthy. LeBron and AD, LeBron and AD but the, the supporting cast games. has been all over the place. And Darvin I don't think can figure out exactly what he wants to do with the players and the pieces that he's got remaining. And it's making, I think, all of it, like Rob Palenka is going to have to f- make some really hard choices, both about whether or not this season is worth rescuing if this month doesn't go well. And then what do you bring back? Like, what piece are they missing? Because at different times this season, the defense has been bad. The offense has been bad. The shootings looked okay. The shootings looked terrible. Like they can't, they can't even be bad in inconsistent ways. So, as a team, that again, we've been hearing this year after year. When you look at okay, let's say it's not worth saving. How do you build next season to where these issues don't happen again, or is it just impossible when you're going to have LeBron, AD, and those salaries? Well, I mean, to some degree, unless you make some moves, whether at the deadline or in the off season, you. You would be looking, I guess, towards this same roster next season, but just hoping that everybody stays healthier and the continuity that you were hoping to have and the familiarity with each other, the synergy, you would just begin that next year and hopefully nobody gets hurt to begin the year. Right. I mean, the formula would be the same because, like you mentioned, they're locked into a lot of contracts that I don't think would be difficult to move, but it's not like this off season they can just – radically change over the team and we can't we i don't want to make i don't want to just say definitively too that this year is over like they have they've had stretches where they played well you brought it up not me i mean well but like if you can't like it's not a given that this month won't go well they won't turn it around and look like the team that won the ist the The ist ist championship those were some good days just three weeks ago doesn't it feel like a million years it does the ist when the band when the banner easy now you okay there (laughs) See, that's, that why, banner. that's why that you can't banner. be eating chopped up almonds <laughs> in the break. I'm just getting choked up thinking about the banner <laughs> and the IST. You okay? I'm okay. I feel okay. like that banner has been bad luck, man. It hasn't that been might. great luck. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Coming up next, 
Should the Lakers take <laughs> down the banner? The IST banner. <laughs> We're going to discuss that. Seven. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 ESPN. Quarter after five o'clock in the Southland. On a live imaging Tuesday, Jack Cambro sitting in for Shinano and Cappy today as we return back. On this day in 1965, the one and only Marvin Gaye performed Hitchhike on American Bandstand. You don't hear this too often. Now that's an R&B performer. Yeah. Some gold. Some Marvin Gold. Tell that Tank to go sing a yeah. song like this. Yo, Tank is just good to look at. <laughs> I know how that feels. Marvin Gaye was a handsome man I was going to say, well. the ladies loved them some Marvin Gaye back in the day as well. Oh, him too. But you know Tank? Mm. It's also National Cream Puff Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Can we not do a mature show today? No. I thought with you two guys, <laughs> although with Will Aura here in for wins. Good evening. <laughs> I figured we'd have two Lakers breakdowns and be like the. Uh, the I'm locked sorry, on, Chris. I'm locked sorry. Locked on Lakers. So sorry. It's how's that? Not is that, how's that heavy for you? What are you guys doing uh, extra in 2024 with Locked On Lakers to take it to new levels? We were going to cover that at our next staff meeting, which isn't scheduled until next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've been we have a lot of post games. So how often do you guys do that? Every day, five you do it days every a week. Day. Plus, sometimes on weekends when the Lakers play on Fridays, really? And Saturdays. Yes, beautiful. I mean, look, the the traffic has grown exponentially from 2022 through 2023, and we're hoping to keep that going in 2024. Well, I love that. Congratulations. Thank we, you. We were the ones who uh, encouraged Steve Mason to add a YouTube component to the Culture Bop podcast. Yeah, because that's what everybody needed. <laughs> It was just something that he needed to do. Right. Like the Lakers, perhaps, needing to take down the IST banner. That idea just floated, came out organically, but they have been in three and eight since winning the IST. They have not looked at all like themselves. And while I was personally somebody who was never against the idea of raising that banner, I actually think it's something you need to do if you are looking to create a tournament that will have any type right. of cultural The NBA cachet. clearly leaned on them to right. do it. And I get it, because yes. if you want this thing to become a thing, you need to treat it like a thing. Right. But it is apparently like raising an ancient Indian burial ground up into your rafters, <laughs> or like that, that cursed <laughs> tiki doll from the Brady Bunch, that one episode, and raising that into the rafters. Like, is this something that offended the basketball gods? We need sage in that building. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking it back to the old days of Just Phil saying. Jackson and like when when banners used to mean something, but like for real, like ever since they raised this banner, 
it's all gone sideways. Is the problem the banner? Take it down. Let's you know what? I mean, Let's find out. I think if the Lakers lose, I don't want to tell fans how to ruin their lives. Go ahead. But if you can, if the Lakers, let's say they lose the first three games of this homestand, it's not good. Somebody get up there and take that thing down. <laughs> That's the fastest like way to get back. Like one of those people that climbs up the Golden Gate Bridge. Exactly. <laughs> everybody, everybody brings, you get a gang of people together. Everybody puts like two rungs of a ladder inside their jacket. And then you put it together at halftime. You go take that thing down. And everybody, you and look, probably get cheered for it. If things go back to normal, you can always put, put it, it back. back. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't have to stay down forever. Maybe after the Lakers like win a... Uh, Conventional championship, right. like the NBA championship. You can put it back up. You put it back up. But I, you wonder, were the basketball gods offended by the Lakers putting this up? And if that's the case, the Lakers are in some ways being punished, punished. by Adam Silver. And here's the thing, too. The design of the thing, it's like a high school, it's very sort of high school gym yeah. kind of thing, that you write, where you put the, the year up and you right. leave space mm -hmm. for other years. like. There are space for, I did the math, assuming I did the sort of the layout right, nine more before they'll need nine a Nine more new, ISTs. Before you need a new banner. Oh, beautiful. Like, that, like, that thing could be just sitting there mocking you 12 <laughs> years later because you only got one. So you're saying three games. Four. If, if they lose the first three. Four. Panic. What is the status? Laura, did they change any of the laws about that kind of thing? Because I don't want to get people in trouble. Like yeah, any new not. laws in California no, about no, none of those. None no, but of those. I mean, there can be a banner removal. There can be no. a pressure campaign by fans yeah. for the Lakers to take it down. I don't think they would, though. I don't think they would either. At all. I mean, because then you then you have the pressure campaign from Adam Silver. Silver. No, leave it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And you've got the fans yelling at you of one thing. Adam Silver yelling at you over something else. And the Lakers are caught in the middle, losing games. Heat Grizzly Clippers. Could they really lose all three? So oh, we, yeah, Jod, yeah. the Grizzlies have been much better. Well, I already knew the they answer. Lost. I was trying to kind of oh. be rhetorical. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I knew yeah. the answer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, okay, if they finish this weekend three games below 500, do they take the banner down? No. I think Anthony Davis <laughs> should himself. He's tall enough. <laughs> No. They're going to have to deal he with the He might banner. get hurt. Let's like, not put him on the ladder. That's star behavior. <laughs> that is what with... stars and team leaders do. They're going to have to deal with the banner. big ladders, and they, they take stuff down. Like, that's when you'll know Al that Anthony Davis is the alpha male that everybody hoped right. that he would be franchise face. He takes down that banner himself. Because they, they got to do something. The Lakers need to do something to get themselves back on track. Because, again, this month in January – is incredibly important. Like, if they finish out January still at 500, A, it means they figured nothing out. Like, because even if the schedule, like the schedule, they're playing good teams, contending teams, legitimate contending teams, figure out how to beat other good teams. I, I think that's what makes them contenders. I think the tricky part here is because, like, they started to play, like, the, the first Minnesota, they played two road games in Minnesota. Stupid. Like, in like a week and a half, they were in Minnesota twice. Um, just gives you an idea of the type of travel that they've been doing. Are you really giving me the travel excuse? It's, no, it's not an excuse. I'm just saying it's like, look, they've played seven back to backs. They've traveled more miles and they played more games compared to the rest of <sighs> to the, the rest of the league. They legitimately Ooh. have they played true. more games. They've played more games. They've played more road games and they've played more back to backs. Uh huh. Look, you know what, even, you know what Chris Morales out. wants? 
results, not excuses. Well, I'm just wondering. But they, it's they were true, able though. to win an in-season tournament. No, but it, but look, because we joke about the banner and it's fun to joke about it and blame the banner. But at the end of the day, like Andy, you and I were talking about this. You have a healthy LeBron. You have a healthy AD, which is hard to have. And he, it's hard for him to stay healthy. The, and we're still 10th. Yeah, the Lakers have had a disappointing first 34 games. And Anthony Davis has nothing to do with it. Like, if you had told yeah. me the Lakers were slumping, it wasn't going well this season, and like, I would have figured the fans would be up in arms about AD not performing or he's he hurt. Or is it he's been, he's, if the Lakers were 24 and 10 or whatever the math would be on that, AD would be in the MVP conversation. He's Absolutely. played that well. But then what's, what is what they need to do right. for them to be in that winning category? They have they're... You have LeBron and AD, and you're still where you right. are. Right. It's part of what's scary about like Russell started part. off really good, and then he wasn't. Reeves started off terrible, and then he got better. Rui's been hurt. Vanderbilt hasn't been in the lineup. Gabe Vincent's absence has been a huge problem for Darwin because it limits the types of rotations. Like Dennis, Everybody was like, they, they need Dennis Schroeder back. Well, Gabe Vincent was supposed to kind of play mm-hmm. the Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. role. He has he's played four games or five games or whatever it is. Like he hasn't been there, and so they have a very limited. Like we got a bunch of dudes there on on the on the YouTube page. Like why isn't Reeves starting right now? Well, well D'Lo didn't play the other night, mm-hmm. and so if you start Reeves and LeBron together, there's literally nobody on the bench who can dribble and pass. Mm-hmm. Like all their ball handlers are, and all their guards and ball movers are in the starting lineup at that point. Don't like look they're at out me of dudes. Like We're trying to talk sports. They're out of dudes. I know what you want me to do. I we're supposed <laughs> I'm not like going to do it. Minutes. I will talk about. I we they can. I'm not help. like tickle me Elmo. <laughs> you can just tickle me and I'm going to do bits. I'm not like my buddy. Remember I'm the, a real person. Remember damn the, it. Remember I'm the my a buddy real doll. Boy, my buddy, my buddy. <laughs> There's a line from uh, Showgirls that I'm, again. I'm just not sure if I can make that joke. I don't recall lines from the. I'll show ask girls. you in the break. Right. I don't remember the movie that well. Yeah. I mean, I remember the broad strokes. But I don't remember like I think if you lines remember the broad strokes, you remember the movie. <laughs> There's no real. It's not, it's not the most. It's not a subtle film. <laughs> People don't look back on you know, man. The the dialogue. It's not like, it's not like Kurosawa. <laughs> you got to really sit back and analyze it. It's not a thinker. <laughs> they better not lose the first three. No, just gonna tell you that. No, because now somebody's gonna the panic, start climbing up into the rafters. Right, the panic will to. set into the Southland. It will, and people will be calling for Darvin Ham's head. Well, they already are. They are. But that, that feels like that's always going on. Yeah. That's true. Do you think people would hate Darwin less if he was like a fiery sideline personality and screamed and yelled and got technicals and stuff like that? They hate that he keeps his hands in his pockets so much. But Vogel wasn't a fiery guy, was and he? They hated him too. <laughs> after a while. But here's the thing if you, if fans have certain players or certain coaches long enough, they will find stuff they hate about all of them. Like they hated because we covered the Phil Jackson era. There were periods where Laker fans hated Phil Jackson. We covered the Dodgers between Grady Little and Joe Torre. All of Dodger fans' criticisms of Joe Torre. He leans too much on the veterans. He doesn't trust Mm -hmm. the young players. He can't manage a bullpen. These were the exact same complaints they had about Grady Little. The only difference is Joe Torre is Joe Torre and Grady Little's Grady Little. Like Joe Torre blew out Scott Proctor's arm yes. on two different coasts. 
He Scott Proctor had and LA. 193 appearances that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Joe Torre Tori made Scott Proctor pitch Angels games. I had just stored those somewhere deep inside my brain to never think but about the, them no, again. But the aesthetics of what these guys look like, I mean, people would be really frustrated. They'd hate him. But like, they don't like that he just stands there with his hands in his pockets. And I don't think, the, I don't think this movement away from suits benefits Darwin either because, you know, he doesn't look right. If Darwin was wearing a tailored, right, a nice, nice tailored suit, suit right, looking like, like John Calipari, he looks day. like it just like I mean, I'm sure none of them want to wear suits, but like it came at a bad time for him. I don't get the not wanting to wear suits. Why would you want to? Come coach on, Chuck Daly and Pat Riley—they looked amazing on the side. And it also gives you the opportunity when you get really fired up to take your jacket of off, of course, or loosen your tie. Yeah, you have props. You can't take a half zip. You know Cal Perry's now wearing suits. His staff is back to suits. Good for them. Because, you know, John, good Italian this man. Is, here's a safe alternative to building a ladder to take the to take the banner down. Right. Uh, Chief of Ellie from the Circle of Trusts suggests that the section at Staples should build underneath it should build a symbolic cup ladder to the IST banner. That got me thinking. You, don't, you could just build a, either big hook and take it down or, or scissors but like something at the end with the, you got a mechanical thing where you can just cut it down you guys want to take the banner down the banner was one fair and square nah. we're just look it was an achievement i was again in favor of i was in the minority among Laker fans and per, certainly among people on our air I was not mocking the idea of hanging right. a banner. But David, uh, Adam Silver buried the lead. He said, put up a banner. He didn't say, put up a cursed banner, which is <laughs> like, that's how they get you. They don't right. give you the full details. Well, like, I'm not, I'm not even bagging on the IST. Like, you know, I thought it was competitive. The Lakers clearly wanted to win this thing. In like 10 years, the IST may become a legit part of of NBA culture, I just really? wonder if they which, <laughs> yes. put it back up. It, it can, and it was fun. Like I, mean, I look, was invested. The first, the it was first great for NBA, traffic. I'll the tell you first that much. NBA championship ever. Do you think people were all that excited about it? Like, I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, great, this new league that just started." You won a championship. We put a Great. banner up. Now we can't win anymore. Like, Let's I, take that I don't thing know. down. Like most people, I'm sure, the first NBA championship were like, "I don't even know what that means." Like, big deal. Right. Like these things take time. Mm, bah. I don't even know what that league is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It takes time. Love takes time, as somebody once said. That's true. Exactly. You All know right. what I mean? I do know what you mean. All right, coming up next, a little radio Tinder. Definitely need to make sure to pay that off, especially with the Tequila Mandala people around. Andy Kamenetsky, Brian Kamenetsky, Chris Morales in for Sedano and Cap, 710 ESPN. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. 
So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Hi, 30 of the South. <laughs> <laughs> Live Imaging Tuesday. We're back again, Jack. Yo, homeboy, homegirl. Oh, a TV theme that personifies my life. Every moment of 90210 points back to something in my life as I grew up with the show. It was the best. It was. Radio Tinder time, we like to play a TV theme because today is the 63rd birthday. She was only playing a teenager 20 years ago. (laughs) Gabrielle Cartieres turned 63. She played Andrea Zuckerman. out. 63. She was like 40 (laughs) when the show started. (laughs) She was. I mean, the show premiered. Keep it up, D. Keep it up. Don't fade that down. Come on now. That's... We still got a lot of screaming guitar before this is over. <laughs> that show, I, I want to say it started in like 89. 90. Or 90. 90. Okay, so that is 30, going on 34 years ago, and she is how old now? 63. 63. That means she was 29? Exactly. She was 29 years and old. And presumably had moved in with her grandmother a couple years before that. Exactly. That is true. It's yeah. a big thing. You can follow uh, producer Laura at Unique with the underscore somewhere. She'll explain it in a second. Don't forget about our sponsor, Radio <laughs> Tequila Mandala. Thanks. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. That was a quick fade, man. What are we doing in there, D? This is the one theme song you can't fade, Jack. Anyway, you know I love you. <laughs> founded in the city of Downey, just like me. You know that, guys? That I was founded in the city of Downey? I did not know Just that, like actually. Tequila Mandala, life-changing you were, Tequila. You were founded or found? Just- no, founded. <laughs> Just found you there. My parents' first residence was in Downey. Okay. And that's when they were listening to Tank, even though Tank can't come out yet. <laughs> Maybe I deserve. I'm surprised there's not a sign. There should be like, a I've sign. I've been to Downey before, and there's no, like, welcome to Downey where Chris is from. McDonald's was founded there and Morales. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, take it away, producer Laura. And you can follow me at U-N-E-Q underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Back in the day, that was more interesting following because there used to be a lot of a lot of content. Content that you were kind of like, wow, I can't believe she posted that. What? But now, not as much anymore. She's Thanks cal- she's for the advertising. She's, cal- she's calmed down. <laughs> yeah, it's called um, boot up, bro. Oh, yeah, she you booed gotta, up, yo. You don't got to show stuff anymore. Anyways, uh, happy New Year's, boy. <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest is still hot. According to Dateline, the annual special was up 30% in primetime on ABC's, I know, right? Average of 8.4 million viewers during 8 to 11.30 p.m. Meanwhile, the late night edition got 18 million viewers soaring to 22.2 by the time the ball dropped. So my question to you guys is, you still watch New New Year's (laughs) Eve countdown shows, swipe left or swipe right? Andy, I'll start with you. I do, so I guess that's swiping right. Is swiping right a yes? Yes. Come on, I do, man. but it is not my own choice. It's more just the wife wants to watch it, and you know we're doing this together. It was really funny, though. Like Five or six years ago, my daughter, she was, I guess, about six, mm-hmm. and she watched this thing for the first time. Like she, We let her stay up to like probably the early edition of it dropping, mm-hmm. and we explained to her what was going to happen, and then she saw it, and this frown on her face formed, and she was like really mad. She thought that they were actually going to take the ball and literally drop it off the building. So it would fall like 2,000 feet or whatever. And she thought that was like really awesome sounding. The ball just lowering, her reaction was, that's really stupid. 
And I was like, you know what? She's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> it is really anticlimactic and stupid. Okay, Chris, what about you? So I used to love watching the ball drop, but not anymore. So the I just, you just can't get through it. Okay? You just can't get through it. But, I mean, why is it any different than the other 364 days of the year? <laughs> After the last year, since I put on the put out the outside inflatable movie theater thing, you know, it inflates, it's got the big screen, the projector, I put on, and I time it out, Godfather 2. Mm. So right at midnight is the Fredo that's, kiss. Oh, that's nice. nice. So I've done that the last yeah. two years, and I enjoy that. Hmm. You broke my heart. You broke my heart, Fredo. That's, you that's broke my heart. I like that. I don't stay up until tomorrow <laughs> anymore. So that's a swipe left. This year was a heart. I was yeah, like, no. I drank some coffee at 11 o'clock because I, yeah. I was falling asleep. I'm not doing that. But you had oh. to see the kiss. I had to see the kiss. I will say, my, my, my five-year-old kiss, kiss. was terrified because she was having trouble falling asleep. And she was like, if I don't fall asleep, New Year's can't come. Because Aww. she was thinking it was like Santa. Because we tell him, like, you got to go to sleep or Santa can't come if you're awake. Oh, so she just assumes that holidays can't happen if she doesn't go to bed. I'm like, no, the new year will happen either way. It's That's different than Christmas. so sweet. It is. DeAndre, what about you? Yeah, I'll swipe right. Me and my family still do the whole ball drop. Little appetizers everywhere in the house. Yeah. Yes, yes sir. That's nice. You He's going to FaceTime you. Be careful. <laughs> I will FaceTime you before the ball drops. Oh, God. I just, I mean, there's some for you to look forward to over the next 363 days. Context is everything. When DeAndre says, like, he can say ball drop as many times as he wants, and it's fine. When you say, it, I just, didn't even do anything, it, it hits different. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's how it works with those kids. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. On to the next one, you know. Did you guys see the Suns fan solving a Rubik's Cube in 10 seconds on the Jumbotron at the Footprint no. Center? Okay. Well, that happened, and the record has been 3.13 <laughs> seconds, okay, set on ju- in June. Um, I actually cannot do that, so I consider that a hidden talent. I cannot actually put together a Rubik's Cube, even if you give me unlimited time. So I just wanted to know, you have a hidden talent we don't know about. Swipe right or swipe left. I'm gonna Why is everybody with- looking at me? I was going to start with you, Chris, so let's see. Let's I've got hear. many hidden talents. Okay, give me one. Do you even hide them at this point? No, no. There's a, I got a Yelp page. <laughs> Anything, anything at this point that's hidden is probably for the best. <laughs> I don't know if I have a hidden talent. I don't actually. I don't think like a hidden talent. No. But okay. No, anything from you're us. talented at, it feels like you want everyone to yeah. know. I did hidden a Rubik's cube in high school. Really? I couldn't do it now. Mark Cates, our former MC of the year, he has one on his desk, and I look at it like I can't believe I did this once. I, I can't even remember how I did it. But that's why, kids, stay off drugs. Mm. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Hidden talent. No, I wouldn't say I have any real hidden talents. Like, there are things, I mean, I think I cook well, but I don't think that's like a hidden talent. Like, something quirky and weird? No, there's nothing really I do well. Mm. I'm actually more concerned that I don't have any unhidden talents. It's like I can make sure those are. Um, which is the one that, like, if you think you do, is that right? Right. So I, yes. I can tie cherry stems in a knot with my tongue. Well, so can DeAndre, but that's it. <laughs> Is that a hidden talent? Is that qualified? Uh, you know what? Let me let me tell you something, Brian. I didn't think that was a hidden talent. I think everybody, I really thought everybody could do that. And then one time I posted on my Instagram. I remember that. That's when the was, IG used to pop off. It was like a big, it was such a big deal. And then Chris sent me a message like, yo. I was like, what? I was like, what? Do we really need this out there? Yeah. He's like, nobody needs to know that. I'm like, I didn't think it was a big deal. But, wow. you know. When, when Chris thought you passed the line yeah. of, does everyone really need to know this yeah i'm a little like you really didn't see the reaction coming yeah i didn't <laughs> so you really can do that <laughs> brian yes 
Really? Yeah. Well, do we tell. have any maraschinos in the building? <laughs> I don't, but I'm going to bring some next time you're right. here. Yeah. What How many times can you do it in a row? <laughs> I don't get tired. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. How long? <laughs> How many do you need me to do? <laughs> DeAndre, what about you? Swipe left. I don't have any unhidden talents, man. Swipe left. Uh-huh. He just wants to steer out of this. <laughs> He's like, no cherry tying stems for me, please. Thank you very much. By the way, Cody from the Funny Games Department uh, handling social media today, you know he's got a pet python. <laughs> Would you expect for him to have a pet snake? That's the, I, It's not a hidden talent. I'm just freaked out by it. What's the name again, Cody? Chuck. Chuck. Chuck the python? Yeah. Chuck the python. You wouldn't expect this guy the way he looks. Nothing against Cody. He just looks very proper. Mm-hmm. That he's just driving around with a pet python in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I don't even know if that's legal. I once, there was a car, I was driving through a residential area kind of near the Beverly Center. Right. And there was this car that <laughs> is reversing down a driveway and almost just rams straight into me. Right. And I swerved out of the way. I'm like, what the? Oh, okay. I guess that explains it. This person was driving with a macaw on his <laughs> I've shoulders, seen that. And, the, and the wings were <laughs> spread out. So really, there was no way of looking back while reversing. I'm like, well, I, it's my I, bad. That, I understand now why this person almost hit and me. And that I'm, is why they invented backup cameras. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Full, I mean, macaw with the wings just majestically out while reversing. Mm. Mm-mm, the things you see, the things you see. Anyways, okay. those are like very specific bird people, like bird on shoulder people. There used to be a guy, you know, the Amoeba Record Store on Sunset. There used to be a guy that every time I ever went in there had an iguana, well, on a his lizard. Shoulder. Right, yeah. I remember that guy. Every single time. Every so often, I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> Somebody posted in the circle over the break with an iguana on their shoulder. But like you are, really? it's like no. you are. In, that's a very intentional thing. Like I am going to be a guy who puts a parrot on my shoulder, oh, or dragon. carries a bearded dragon, yeah. or whatever it is. I'm going to be that guy. You want to be asked about it, right? You want people to say, "Hey, is that a bearded dragon?" Right. Like, everything about everything about asking me about my bearded dragon is is answered by my ask me about my bearded dragon t shirt. I would love to have a chipmunk on my shoulder. What? Like a chipmunk that I call Alvin? Sure. <laughs> Alan! Yeah. If you can get him to stay there. I, but, but, He's going to be running around through your body. like. Well, I mean, yeah. But I, I wouldn't mind like a chipmunk, a squirrel. I love squirrels. Squirrel? They look like they're having a great time in life. Squirrel? I love squirrels. When you go to the park and they just like run after yeah. you. and like, They're, they're so cute. So cute with little furry tails. Yeah, the big furry tail. <laughs> and they're having fun. They're dancing around. They're kind of vicious. Are they really? No honesty. I think I think if I... you agitate a squirrel, which doesn't take much, they will go at you. What are you they going to do? They got those big buck teeth. You know are really mean? <laughs> what koalas. Do gonna, what do they do? Bite you? Oh, koalas, dude, koalas, koalas are, are really mean. mean. But they're really so mean. cute. Well, I don't want a pet koala. I just want a pet squirrel. <laughs> Damn it. Googling temperament <laughs> of squirrels. Was it because of the furry tail? Yeah. Okay. And I love chipmunks because I loved the Chippendale growing up. The, the cartoon, not the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was, I was and then waiting the chipmunks, for somebody. Like Alvin, Simon, Alvin. Theodore. Dude. See, dude. I, and I've been, dude, like dude, when dude. I was a little boy, I was Simon. I wore glasses, big glasses. I was scrawny. I know that's hard to believe I didn't talk. Mm. My mother mm. called me a little Simon. Mm. Then I went through my Theodore stage. Then I went through my Alvin stage. And now in life, I'm very much Alvin, but I'm still hanging on to some Theodore, unfortunately. Does that make like Bergman Dave in this analogy, no, who's Dave? No, this is just my own thing. I'm man. just saying, but like, I'm wondering who's Dave around here. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All right, can we do one more? Why not? All right, yeah, <laughs> as many yeah. as you want. All right, so one of the funniest things that I watched on the internet was David Ortiz, aka Big Poppy, missing his own gender reveal. 
uh, well, when he swung and he missed, right? But we still saw the confetti. Congratulations, they're getting a boy. But I wanted to know, have you guys fumbled something that you guys are so good at? I mean, this is a Hall of Famer, you know, crushed for it, 541 home runs, but he couldn't hit the ball for his own gender reveal. Have you guys fumbled something in your life that you were considered an expert in? Swipe right or swipe left? I'm going to start with you, BK. I mean, the answer is surely yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of exactly what I've screwed up that badly. Well, there was that one time you guys went 13 minutes long on an award show. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Again, we were holding for laughter. According to the people, right. we didn't go long enough. That's right. Um, I mean, I screw up so many things on a daily basis, but I don't know if those are things I'm considered an mm. expert in. I will say, in Big Poppy's defense, if you watch the pitch, it is up and in. It was not a good delivery. <laughs> For I mean, for that, plus he was probably having a, he probably had right. a few cocktails. And somebody actually did the you know they did the like the the broadcast style heat map, right. <laughs> like his no, strike zone for those things, funny. and it was ice cold up and in. That's so it's not a good pitch. I mean, but you know he, yeah. he is a Hall of Famer. So yeah. what about you, Andy? It's kind of like Brian. I can't think of anything that the expectations for me are so high. Like I'm supposed to be so good at blank, and then I screwed it up. Like where people would really just expect me to knock it out of the park and I messed it up that badly. Like I, I can't think of that. We're not like surgeons, you know, it's not like we're not, you know, like we're like you go and you get heart surgery and like they just botch it or something I mean, I like get, that. I'm I mean, trying to think of like my knee surgeon, dude. We've had some, we've probably done some bad podcasts. But I mean, I remember, okay, I remember one time we were coming, Brian and I, we went to a wedding of a friend of ours in Santa Barbara and we were basically up the whole night. And we went straight from that thing to we were doing some work for ESPN, the magazine at the time, some event at Staples Center. We've been basically straight from this wedding to that. Did not sleep at all. I started to do on like a red carpet type thing, an interview with who I thought was Mike Dunleavy Jr. Mm -hmm. Turns out I was interviewing Casey Jacobson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was so tired at that point, so slap happy. I didn't even apologize. I just shifted all the questions that I happened to ask Mike Dunleavy straight to Casey Jacobson. And if, in fairness, if you Google them right now, like an image search, they do look a lot alike. Like Casey Jacobson and Mike Dunleavy Jr., both the NBA players, look a lot alike. But that was one of the more like, oh, God. Mm. Like I realized like three or four questions into this and then worse, he realized it. You think I'm this guy, don't but that's, you? It's professionally embarrassing, but like nine people on the planet know who either one of those okay. people are. Okay, so what then, about you, Chris? I, I'm, I'm not, waiting But for I'm it. not considered an expert at anything. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Cough it up. Cough it up. Oh, the things you I'm, had time to think. Considering the things I might be thought of as an expert, I make mistakes all the time. So, I mean, it's no, no big deal. I mean, if you're talking about something tawdry, I try not to make mistakes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's what we're, if that's he's, what we're trying to do. He's go like with. Tank in that regard. <laughs> I try to be. When it comes Harry to the tawdry, I take my questions time. of the boudoir. There's no room. <laughs> there is no room for error. No. I'd Precision. I've retired. <laughs> I've retired from that business in 2024. That's one of my resolutions. No more. I got to focus on other things. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm just getting older. Do, do you do it all out in public now? No, I'm just getting older. Huh? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah tired man i just want to go home and watch Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> how do we go from cherry stems to getting tired and just going and one home? more thing exactly it's so much it's so gratifying the same ones over and over again and they say that that's the thing with people with anxiety and i have obviously anxiety that you watch the same stuff over and over again because you already know the ending that's true it's it kind of like listening you... to mason and ireland <laughs> hey now 
that, that, that is what I'm be. an expert at, is slipping those in. That was the line of the year. I mean, it's the year is a, two days old. Right. But still, that's the that's. Aye, 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 Chris. Radio Tinder presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila. It is good. It is. Made from the finest mature agaves. Available wherever fine tequilas are sold. Or visit tequilamandala.com. Up your game. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. I would like to do that again. That was fun. It could be like Emily's football segment that she does like well, three or four times. We're going to do Big times. Deal or No Deal at 630, which is kind of similar. It's very, yeah. very okay. similar. They're all in the same neighborhood. Yeah. When is an apology a non-apology? I think we learned that this weekend in the NFL. Talk about that coming up next, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Nine minutes in front of six o'clock. On a, on a live imaging Tuesday. Sit down on a cap show. The Cambro sitting in. You guys know why we're playing this yet? Come on now. Happy 53rd birthday to Cuba Gooding Jr. Hmm. Oh. But it's his father singing right. here. And the main ingredient. The main ingredient. Singing Everybody Plays the Fool. Producer Z knows about that, right? Oh, yeah. You've been done doing that. <laughs> By the this guy's way, been dating a girl four months. Her picture's uh, on his phone. You, you know, you're, I realize oh. you're never going to let that go, aren't you? You're never going hear, to let baby. that go. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Everybody That's nice, plays, though. It is nice. Everybody Does plays she know? the fool, by the way. Well, she knows now. Right. She's probably listening. That she's on the phone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She makes sure she's on the phone. That's a bit... Is that, is, I'm not on the booze phone. We've been dating for almost two years. Not on the screensaver. I'm okay with that. I prefer it that way. Yeah, my wife has no interest in being on yeah. my phone. But no. the, I like when when are you supposed to do that now? Never. Meanwhile, time for Kirk Morrison. Yes, uh, we are going to talk later about when an apology is not an apology. He's on my phone. Kirk, Kirk is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kirk is actually my screen. Hopefully, he's not right. going to be a he's gutless Rams saver. apologist like his partner on the pregame and postgame, Travis Rogers. I was going to say Kirk Morrison joining us. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Looking at you right now. <laughs> all right so yeah what's up we're talking about the rams in this season that feels to us like a pretty un like unmitigated success it'd be very difficult to call this thing any anything other than wildly more successful than the expectations heading into it morales keeps trying to cut it down bring up who they have played who they haven't played how would you summarize where the rams are right now particularly through the prism of what the expectations were I mean, 100%, they overachieved. I mean, nobody expected them to be uh, uh, over 500, let alone qualify for the playoffs. 
Um, you can only play what your schedule presents, and they took care of business. This team was three and six; they could have been done, but they had a bye week in week ten, and they've lost one game since then, which was an overtime loss to a team that we think is the best team in the NFL, in the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I don't think people are talking enough about Sean McVay as coach of the year. I truly believe this, fellas. I really do. I believe this. This has been his best coaching job with the Rams since he's been head coach. I take this team and what he's done this season over what he's what he did with the Super Bowl year. The Super Bowl year was loaded with talent. It was, you know, obviously we could go down the list of Jalen Ramseys and Leonard Floyd's and and Odell Beckham Juniors and Von Millers. I think we all know it's kind of easy to coach those types of players, but what he did this year, trust me, I think this has been his best coaching job since being head coach in Los Angeles. So where where how good are they? Because like you know, it's one thing to be say they could win the Super Bowl because you got to win three road games to do it. Like that's hard. It just you know, it doesn't matter how good you are. But in terms of like relative to any game against any team that's also in the playoffs in any given week, are they good enough to beat any of the teams that they might see? I think they're as good as their quarterback is is, is going to take them. I mean, if Matthew Stafford is going up against any of the quarterbacks. I would have to say that the Rams have a chance. Brock Purdy versus Matthew Stafford, I'm still taking Matthew Stafford. Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts, we saw it earlier this season. I'm still taking Matthew Stafford. Now, I think with the Dallas Cowboys, the way that they dismantled the Rams earlier this year, I think that presents some challenges. The only thing that, that tells me that the Rams would have will be a, uh, a team that's I think a team that can get to the Super Bowl is that they got to do it on the road three times. They don't have that ability to play this thing at home, so for me, I think that's the big question mark is how can they respond having to win three games on the road? But I give them an opportunity, a chance to win a couple of games, to get to a divisional round, possibly even a conference championship. But let's be real, um, what they're playing with right now is house money. Right? This is house of cards all day. They are, they are playing with house money. And I, hopefully they can go out and make some noise. But what they have next year, a first-round pick, plus some extra cap, uh, you know, uh, cap money, this could be a totally different team next year and one that's I think could be definitely competing for a Super Bowl. The great Kirk Morrison joins us. Rams pre post and half, along with Travis Rogers, that Rams apologist that he is. We're gonna take a break on that for just a moment. It is Tank's forty eighth birthday, Kirk. Okay. Do you know are you're familiar with Tank and his work, right? Absolutely, I'm, I'm familiar with it. So, uh, TLC, that's another one. You know, Tank, Lavert, and Sweat, or T, or S, yeah. I forgot what it was. A little group, yeah. So here's I'm the, the thing. I know what you're talking about. Earlier, a few months ago, I saw Keith Sweat at the Greek Theater, and I okay. and it was a, it was an ensemble like John B was there, TLC, not TLC, yeah. excuse me, um, one of the yeah. groups. It doesn't matter. And I was surprised that Tank came right at the end before Keith Sweat, and as he performed, I soon realized why, because he gets yeah. it going. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. Tank in person? Yeah, uh, he he like he played some football, right? Yeah, he's, uh, when he yeah, went shirtless, the entire crowd was excited. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was shirtless and gutless at the same time. Right? <laughs> I don't know if he was gutless. No, he was not gutless. Because I was feeling him. I was feeling Tank Kirk. <laughs> if he was gutless, it's because he took his gut and put it inside Morales's. <laughs> wow! Now, meanwhile, no, rude. but yeah, no, I no, I'm, I'm a big Tank fan. I actually, was just talking about it because uh, Tank actually used to sing a lot of those. Um, um, ballads in the 90s mm-hmm. and people forget that he's the one that used to sing some of those um what, what is it the um the, the 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 ballad in between the war i forgot what they call it but you know what i'm talking about but the baby making music 
<laughs> yeah, I guess the, if you want to call it that. But it was um, the what is I forgot what it is. Not the harmony, but the oh, the chorus. The chorus. The there hook? we go. That's all I think. The, the hook. Yeah, there we go. He the sang hook. a lot of those hooks in the '90s, and I think people forget about that. What was it? Beautiful. I think Kirk. I agree with you. I think the Rams are going to be great in the playoffs as long as they can face the Giants, Commanders, Saints, Seahawks, or Cardinals. Everything should be fine, right? Everything's going to be fine. Everybody, don't worry. <laughs> Trust me. Look, they're doing something that we didn't expect to do. I mean, and and look, I think the conversation for us with Los Angeles is always going to be what. Is that how do you compete with what the Dodgers are doing? Um, obviously, the Lakers won their in-season tournament, but they got to get some things going in the right direction. But the Rams, if you talked or you asked me before the season who was the better team, everybody would have said the Chargers, and yet it's been the Rams. So I'm just excited they're in the position that they're in right now. Do you think Kirk? We we've been talking about this earlier. The, you mentioned the in-season tournament. The Lakers are three and eight since winning that thing and raising that banner. Should they take the banner down? Like, is the banner cursing the Lakers right now? Banner's the problem. Yeah. Take the banner down. Yes. Remove the banner. You, <laughs> you gave it a run, it. right? It's like we, I mean, we we tried to play ball, Adam Silver, but it's not working out. This We're going to take right. it down. It doesn't feel yeah. right. It, it doesn't feel right. I get what they're trying to do. And to be honest, what did it actually accomplish? The NFL is still smashing in the ratings. Just, just, you know what? Just always That's understand, fine. NBA, like, it's okay to start after New Year. It's okay. You just figure it out. Like, just start after New Year. The NBA m- means nothing before New Year's. People used to say it doesn't mean anything until the Super Bowl's over with, but let's be honest. It's been about the NFL, about college football. I'll catch up on the NBA. The, Don, was that February 12th this year? I'll catch up on the NBA. I think of one guy, who, one guy who's not getting a job at NBA.com anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah, because the same thing is happening now. By February 12th, look, you know, Bradley Beal and, and, and Booker and, and KD, they'll have some games played. The Lakers will have made a trade by then. Like, it's a totally different NBA by February 12th. Let's be honest. Wow. Kirk Morrison with some shots fired at Rat-a-tat. the NBA. I. Did not expect that, but that was Am a lot I lying? Of- I mean, come on. No. The, the Knicks just made a trade right now. So everything that we, we saw from the Knicks before this, we're supposed to be like, oh, wow, look at what the Knicks are. They're a totally different team right now. They'll be a different team by February 12th. I'm just telling you the way that it is with the NBA. I, I don't get caught up in what's going on. I don't get caught up what's going on with the Lakers as much because there's still so much road ahead that there's a lot of change that can be made. That's why I usually wait till about February 12th this year, the day after the Super Bowl. He is Kirk Morrison. He is the voice of the Rams pre-halftime and post. Obviously, you'll be hearing him this weekend along with Travis Rogers. Appreciate the time, man. Thank you. I love you guys, man. Happy New Year as well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kirk. Speaking of the Lakers, uh, we've got some breaking news. Yes. And it's not great. No. It is not. Talk about that coming up next. Kamenetsky Brothers and Morales in for Sedano and Cap 710 ESPN.